It's Monday. It's morning. It's macabre, and it's not just any old Monday morning macabre. It's the 40th macabre anniversary. <laughs> I don't think anniversary. It's a big. It's a big, big day. Big day. It's big. like SNL 40 when they had all yep. the stars come back. Yep. We're and gonna have Mothman back. We're, we're gonna, gonna have <laughs> Flatwoods Monster coming in. We're gonna have the entire Project Iceworm team in the studio. Every serial killer we've ever talked about will <laughs> be live in studio. Here. In studio. <laughs> uh, it's the 40th episode, and that's an accomplishment. Not many people can do something 40 times. I I can't think of one other thing I can do 40 times. Exactly. 40 push-ups, get out of get here. Get out of my face. No, you can't do it. Stop even. Stop, stop even. even, dude. No. Tell even to fucking stop. Dude, even's on a rampage. Odd is in. We're big odd guys. And even is out because it's the 40th episode of Monday Morning Macabre. Is unfortunately an even number. <laughs> I'm Darcy. I'm here with Scones. I'm Scones. And Scones is here with me. And we're excited, guys, because we've given you 40 episodes of just just tent. We just we've just up, given it to you. We've just been camping <laughs> out here at Lake at Camp Crystal Macabre Lake. That's Lanier. a reference. <laughs> and we've just been plugging away, giving you content. And we said, you know what? We're going to keep doing it. <laughs> Yo, know, I don't think I'm going to stop. I don't think we're going to stop. However, <gasps> we had a little uh, little special something for you guys. Two things, actually. First of all, we've we've come up with a... Uh, we think we're, we're, we're finalizing a design for that Mothman fight shirt. Mothman Flatwoods fight shirt. And then we have a Netflix show coming. No, that'd be amazing. <laughs> and we're going to be on... Tonight show. If we got any offer to do any form of visual entertainment, I'd throw up. <laughs> yep. 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 Even if it was like, hey, do you want to do local access? And we'd be like, I don't think this is appropriate for this, but hell yeah. But now that I've gotten expectations way too high, Dars, what are we going to do? <laughs> so keep an eye out on the social media channels, guys, because we will be letting you know when the design is ready to go and we'll open up the Monday Morning Macabre store. So if you want, <gasps> if you want to, support the show and wear something cool you can do that in addition to that we will also be starting a monday morning macabre patreon page Ooh, what does that mean dars oh i'm so glad you asked scones if you don't know what patreon is (laughs) i mean come on what are you what what are you what is this 20 what is this 2009 uh uh we're opening a patreon page so if you like Monday Morning Macabre, and you want more of it, we, we're going to give it to you. <laughs> but, but Darce, how do they sign up? Well, if, so if you will keep an eye on the social channels, <laughs> because let me, let, me, let me do a little explaining here. If you don't know what Patreon is, it's a, it's a monthly, you, 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 give, you, you, you donate, you, you help the show out each month, and in return, we're going to give you uh, some bonus content. We're going to be doing all sorts of different random macabre things. For example, the first Patreon episode, we will be watching the Mothman movie, not the not the Richard Gere Mothman prophecies, because that seems like a boring drama and not a, a Mothman movie. Yeah, boo, Richard Gere. Hey, Richard Gere, if you're out there, uh, turn this off. Netflix, if there's one person we will not work with. <laughs> Slingin' Dingers has told us no Richard Gere. No Richard Gere. However... We will be watching the 2012, I think. Uh, it's free on YouTube. It's called it's called Mothman. 
which means it's probably movie. not great. Probably not great, but it's probably fun to talk about. And we're like things like that. We'll just, well, you know, we'll do things like that. We're going to watch that. We're going to chat about it. It'll be like probably longer episodes of just random stuff. Maybe small merch. I don't know uh, if we're capable of videos. I don't think we have a camera in house yet, but we, yeah, we'll see how that goes. Sky's the limit. And we're going to keep everything the same that you've been listening to still ad free, etc. Just if you want to help the show out and you want to get some extra content, Keep it, keep an eye out on the social media channels because we will let you know what's going on there. But wait, Dars. Wait, there's more? Does that mean I will have to pay for my normal Monday Morning oh, Macabre content? My dear boy, of course not. Of course not. You will still be receiving your Monday Morning Macabre every Monday morning at Macabre Free Clock. as always and always will be. Free. No ads. Nothing. Just... Just if you you can ignore like the last five minutes if you're just a, a you know on your way to work and you're if you're like, a Monday morning macabre purist <laughs> yeah if you just want that sweet sweet cob tent you no, still got it no f- bells whistles frills or dingers exactly if you're not slinging dingers you can still listen it's fine but if you want to help us out and support the show we, we appreciate it and we'll give you a shout out we'll do it we'll we'll shout out to the patreons at the end of the shout episode shout out to the patreon maybe like once a month or something we'll figure it out anyway. As you can see, we've 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 planned this very well. Yeah, we, like we do everything. <laughs> exactly. So that's the big announcement. That's the big forty. We're, we've turned forty. It's the new thirty, but it's also almost fifty. So I'm thirty. Nope. <laughs> right. I'm forty, sporty, and thriving. Exactly. We're forty. We're sporty. We're spooky. We're shorties. Keep going. We love accordion. The whole song. This is the kind of content you can this- expect. <laughs> Imagine this, but for if an hour and a half. you give us money. <laughs> while a loud TV plays in the background. <laughs> if you pay a little bit of cash. Anyway, let's get back to your regular tent. If you haven't watched the show before. Get to your normal, uh, regularly scheduled programming. Yeah. If you haven't watched the show before, you've probably turned it off by this point. Because you're like, this hasn't had any content yet. But one of us, either Scones or I, will bring the other one a story, a legend, a fable, a tale, a creepy thing. And it'll tell the other person about it. Who doesn't know what it's going to be? Today, I'm bringing it. And today, Scones is bringing that sweet tent. I'm bringing my special chili and Darcy's going to have a little taste. I'll have a little taste of his macabre soup. And this one's got some scary pita chips in it. Because, okay, <laughs> we're talking about... <gasps> Cropsy. Cropsy. It's actually my dead rabbit. Cropsy. Oh, no, really it's not. Fun. It's a horrifying urban legend from... Staten Island, the forgotten borough, hey. everyone. Ban, do your fucking job. Ban, I swear to fucking God if you're not playing that music in three seconds. Two. One. Scones. And we're back. <laughs> hey, guys. So nice hey. to see you. Scones. So it's Cropsy. I have heard of Cropsy. My dead rabbit or the legend? Uh, both. <laughs> First, ah. rest, rest in peace to both. Equally scary. Uh, equally scary. Equally tormenting. I know it's a Staten Island like mm-hmm. urban legend. Yeah. King of Staten Island's about how <laughs> Pete Davidson runs had into to fight <laughs> Cropsy for who gets to be the king of Staten Island. That's our next shirt. Yeah. It's Pete Davidson fighting Cropsy. <laughs> 
All right, he'll sign off on that. He seems like he's be chilling up. Yeah, to his lightness is totally for free. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's publicly available. Also, Ariana Grande's new boy toy is Cropsy, which is a real. Ooh. Yeah, I know. Well, now that's, that's a whole other episode. That's a good story. <laughs> so, Cropsy, Staten Island, home of the Yankees. Uh, no, but <laughs> he was essentially an urban legend there, the boogeyman that parents would uh, tell their kids tell, about. So he's the he's Baba Yaga. Yes, he's Stan the uh, the headless horseman. Yeah, 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 yeah. If the you're boogeyman. And he was rumored to be a homicidal madman. Ooh. A very edgy take for parents to tell their kids. That's, yeah, it is funny that they're like, they can't even, have, they have no chill about trying to scare your kids nope. into being cool. They're just like, hey, he's a serial killer. You know what that is, kid? Yeah, and they're like, okay, um, ooh, what's death mean? Let's, <laughs> we're going to we're gonna have to backtrack this one. So he's a homicidal madman. He's often described as an escaped mental patient with a hook for a hand. That's awesome. Who hunts children and drags them back to the tunnel system that lays under the abandoned ruins of old Seaview Hospital. Someone had to think of it. Then the lightning music comes in. (laughs) And then the... (laughs) So, like, some dad had to be like, okay, how do I get my kid to go to bed and be good? I know. Hook hand will drag (laughs) him into the An extremely detailed boogeyman figure. All right. Parents of Staten Island would use Cropsy to frighten their children into being good and staying close to home. After all, Cropsy could be anywhere waiting to strike. Cropsy. So my understanding of Cropsy is that there is like linkage to that hospital, right? Like the Seaview Hospital. Yeah. yeah. Isn't that like a real place? It is. It was an old tuberculosis sanitarium. Nice. That's fun. <laughs> From Mr. Magoo's tuberculosis <laughs> sanitarium. Yeah, Willy Wonka and the tuberculosis <laughs> sanitarium. I've got a golden ticket. Older siblings would tell Cropsy stories at night to terrify younger brothers and sisters. So it was classic like teenagers yeah, on, yeah. on like with cars roll up to their kids on bikes being like, <laughs> yeah. sup loser, Wait, why are you all right now? You're going to get fucking Cropsy's going to get you, bro. bro. And then you find their dead bodies later like strung up or whatever. <laughs> Right and it, yeah, yeah. The especially the jock, yeah, the who was ex- kind of yeah. mean to the main woman character yeah. at the beginning. <laughs> and his name's like Butch. Yeah, his name's Butch. Or, yeah, or like uh, like Flash or Chaz yeah, or yeah, something. It's some weird like adjective or verb. As if that wasn't enough. One summer camp variation on the tale of Cropsy inspired a 1981 slasher movie called The Burning. Ooh, The Burning, the cult classic. I guess it's like actually kind of pretty faithful to like the old story that was told a lot around that's pretty cool Staten island he sounds a lot like isn't that i know what you did last summer the hook hand mm, yep i feel that's, like i've yeah. also thought something else was i know what you did last summer on this no, well another hook hand character would be um what's his face um t- tony todd <laughs> what we just oh, talked candy about. man yeah, candy man <laughs> captain hook <laughs> yeah captain hook tony todd played captain hook in candy man uh the story, like the movie, features that like George Cropsey was a a man who was like I don't know if he's like from the 19th century or something, but he's a businessman on Staten Island, and he goes insane after a prank gone wrong, like <laughs> melts his face off. Oh, that's not a prank. That's assault, and it's also the murder. pretty sure the plot to Phantom of the Opera. <laughs> Probably, yeah, that's where they got it from. Phantom, where Phantom they got, got it from? from it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, and then he starts like killing. Uh, summer campers with an axe because I because a prank went wrong. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) 
it really misconstrued in his mind what pranks were. And yeah. And he kind of kind of kind of lost his cool there for a bit. So, also for my sources, I should put those in there cuz I always forget and then I look like some kind of sleazy con man. I'm using uh <laughs> the website thelineup.com which has a lot of just media articles and stories. It's got and a lot of media to consume. ATI, all that's interesting.com. I do like all that's interesting. I've seen that a few times pop up in our stuff and it it is a good site. Yep. Uh the, there's no authors for either of them. They all just say like by the respective website team. Interesting. Anyway, back to Cropsy, my dead rabbit. <laughs> so he's on the wheel. He's running quick. So Cropsy's flopsies. <laughs> no, but the actual Cropsy takes a dark turn from an urban legend in the 1980s. Ooh, 1980s. So there's giant malls everywhere. Malls there's, of America. Yep. There's Malls cool Sudan. Japanese cars. There's Japan of America. Yep. There's <laughs> uh, uh, Rubik's Cubes. Yep. Big hair, jazzercising. Oh, love it. And the children of Staten Island Scrunchies. would have even more to fear than <gasps> just a boogie. Oh, boy. So we got a real, real boy. <laughs> Cropsy would come to life in the form of an actual homicidal madman named Cropsy. Soon the urban legend would be unmasked as Andre Rand. Andre Rand and Rand's older brother. Yep, and Andre 3000's younger brother. <laughs> a classic mix-up. Classic. A lot of people don't know this. Bad, They're all related. Bad Thanksgiving is wild. Yeah. <laughs> so you might say he was an outcast. <laughs> don't say anything. Let that one simmer. Rand worked as a janitor at the Willowbrook State School on Staten Island. So the Willowbrook State School was, by all means, an absolute shit. <laughs> and a real pile of garbage. Uh, the institution, which was built as a respite for children with intellectual disabilities, which, as we all know, this house yeah, goes in the say, 20th century. This is not going to go well. Revealed to be a living hell in the 1970s. Mm. And authorities, I guess, couldn't close the school or wouldn't close the school until 1987. <laughs> Big yikes. It's one of the deals where it's like, hey, we're torturing children and calling it medicine or something like that. I feel like even that's worse, it's case. just flat out torturing. Oh. The children there had been subject to uh, oh. rampant sexual abuse ah. and corporal punishment with severe overcrowding leading to unsanitary conditions. How the fuck? Like, aren't there, isn't there some kind of inspection committee or something to ensure that these hospitals are not? Because it happens so often. I don't know. Probably money grease and wheels. New York was a shitty place in the That's 80s. That's true. Like, had one of the highest crime rates, all the, a lot of corruption in the local government. Yeah. People that, probably just greased the wheels. That makes sense, I guess. I love it. <laughs> I'm all for it. <laughs> love, love, I can't wait for this podcast just to turn into, like, lobotomies on, like, stream. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be YouTube, and <laughs> it's going to be on Stop big YouTube. letters. <laughs> we give ourselves lobotomies. <laughs> Laugh or laugh or you lose lobotomy edition. Us and Jake Paul gives us <laughs> lobotomies. Oh boy, can't wait! It was home to what had been called one of the most unethical medical experiments on children in the United States. Mm -hmm. In the name of hepatitis research, medical staff would intentionally inject healthy children with the hepatitis That's virus. So fucked up. Many of whom became obviously severely ill as a result. Yikes. I don't even know why you add that sentence. Yeah, that's not necessary. I can I can imagine. I can use inference. It's not like a like a vaccine. They're just putting it yeah, in putting them. It. The actual disease. Yikes. 
Not great. The public was not aware of the conditions inside the school, given that many of the children inside had sadly been abandoned by their parents and the foster care system. How? Oh, man, as a father. All right. Yeah, pull I it out. Pull out the, as a, father out the card. as a father card. How can you possibly just like just send your kid to like a place? That, uh, I hate it. A lot of people, I'm guessing, who were either shitheads or were like couldn't afford to help their kid with disabilities and were shitheads. Mm, there's definitely that for that. The former is definitely involved in every case. Yes. You're either a sh- you're just a shithead or a, a broke shithead. There's shit no head. ends to the means. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Guys, don't send your kids to uh, asylums. Yeah. And also, unless it's political asylum and they're running from an oppressive regime. Yes. Yep, we I'm know. Glad, we wrap that up, wrap that up nicely. We know vocab and <laughs> words. Yeah, there's double meanings for some words. Oh man, high the chest is like high in in itself. We just had barbecue, and it hey, is, listeners, it is. We had hey, cornbread. Bet and you meats. wish you had some barbecue <laughs> like us. Okay. So a lot of the parents and like obviously the foster care system. You don't have to be in the system to know that that system is it's not great. No, and filled with. Ramp. I mean, it's still today. Under, not great. Yeah, underfunding, shitty, kid, yeah, like abuse yeah. that goes unnoticed yes. and stuff. Yes, yes, yes. In 1972, a young Geraldo Rivera would be the guy. He's the guy I mean, to like publish. Her- an- Geraldo Rivera. G e r a l d o. Is it Geraldo or Geraldo? Well, Geraldo Rivera Geraldo. is a person, but Ger- if it's Geraldo Rivera, it's wildly similar to Geraldo Rivera. Uh, it says a young. Geraldo or Geraldo Rivera published an expose that revealed that the horrific conditions inside Willowbrook State School and ignited yeah. a national scandal. Right. It's definitely Geraldo Rivera. Uh, wow, with a G? Yeah. At least that is. I guess a- I don't know vocab. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, who is Geraldo Rivera? He do a little uh, a little learning for scones. I know the name. This I don't segment's have an, called Learning for Listen, Scones. I'm not going to BS you and, t- and say that I know everything about Geraldo Rivera. I just know. You should have. It would have been better the for the segment. <laughs> Geraldo Rivera. I would be better oh. for the segment, but I can't lie to our listeners like this. Wow. We're so good to our <laughs> listeners. <laughs> I can't lie to you guys and say You guys that are this our friends. We don't lie to friends. Yeah, we don't lie to friends, and this isn't a money laundering scheme for me to lose money. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, we don't lie to friends, only family kids. <sighs> the school was officially closed 15 years later, and the negative publicity contributed to the successful passage of federal civil rights legislation that protects the mentally disabled and other people who have been institutionalized. That's good. So at least good came out of it. Good came out of it. Definitely still still not great, though. It's definitely still a problem. So uh, enjoy that coffee you're drinking, because a kid is being tortured in <laughs> You sicko. You suck. And they would kill for a <laughs> cup of coffee right now. They would love a cafe mocha. But even after closing, the horror would not end. <gasps> that same year, Andre... <laughs> yeah, we need more lightning. Yeah, I'll get a lightning sound effect. <laughs> that same year, Andre Rand, the former janitor of the school, was arrested in connection with the disappearance of Jennifer Schweiger, a 12-year-old girl with Down syndrome. Uh, double O. That's O squared. At the time, Rand was homeless and living in a makeshift campsite on the grounds of the abandoned school. That's boogeyman, dude. He's not far the from the ruinous Seaview Hospital that was so closely tied. He lived in the to the Cropsey legend. That's actually super creepy. 
Yep. Wait, the so the Cropsy Legend came first, right? Yes. And then this dude's like, let's just cosplay. Let's do <laughs> He's like, I am an actor. Yeah, he's like, I need to be a method actor and live in the woods near an abandoned asylum and kill kids for his role as Cropsy in King of Staten Island. <laughs> it was Pete Davidson. <laughs> anyway, let's let's do a little little talk about Andre Rand. Yes, let's talk about Andre 3000. Andre Rand was born as Frank Rouchon. Wait, so he took on a, a fancy nickname? Apparently. He's like, yeah, all of us janitors have uh, pseudonyms. But he'd always become immortalized as... Cropsy. 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 Wait, another question. Cropsy. I know the, okay, I know the <laughs> urban legend came before. Did the name Cropsy, was that already there? Cropsy. <laughs> yeah. I think so. Okay. All right. It's the man, but, uh, and, hold on. It's the man. He's the man. He's <laughs> it's the your man. boy, Scones. It's your boy. <laughs> Still reading. <laughs> Never not reading. Never Still give up. learning words. Stay in school, kids. <laughs> reading them green level books, baby. We're in way too goofy of a mood to talk about <laughs> horrible that murders. That barbecue's hitting different today. <laughs> Born on March 11th, 1944, Manhattan, New York. Local guy. Good guy. Rand is considered not a good guy, but local guy. <laughs> well, good guy. It <laughs> he's local. Come on. He's, he's a, a Yankees he's fan. He's a local guy. He's a Yankee. He eats local he restaurants. pizzas. <laughs> supports local business. Bagels. Hospitals. New York stuff. Rand is considered to be the most notorious criminal Staten Island had ever seen. What? This designation is largely due to the horrid nature of his criminality. Wait, that doesn't sound right at all. Didn't New York? Isn't New York like home of like... New York. New exa- York. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like Frank Sinatra is more of a criminal. If you can kill people here... <laughs> <laughs> you can... Kill people anywhere. 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 Cropsy. Cropsy. <laughs> the story of Andre Rand fortunately <laughs> fortunately concluded with a permanent prison sentence. Yay! Hey, finally. We finally get a good one. But the convicted kidnapper and suspected child serial killer managed to leave enough tragedy behind that this tale is not particularly heartening at all. That is a sad one. He's currently still alive. Yikes. Still uh, serving a 25 years to life sentence. Double yikes. So like we said, he was a custodian and he was, didn't, wasn't convicted or suspected of anything back then. I I bet he did do Mm. nefarious deeds, especially since they're like, kids were just dropped off and never seen again. Yeah. Awfully convenient. Yeah. He was hashtag mopping and chopping. So when the hospital closed, Rain would have to find another job. Unfortunately, he spent his time on more nefarious activities. Several young girls in the area went missing. Mm. So nothing really to do with the school. Like these weren't just st- they weren't like people. Or, okay. The first was a five-year-old Alice Pereira. Ah, that's not good. The initial shock occurred on July 10th, 1972. The toddler seemed to vanish into thin air while playing in her neighborhood just a few miles southeast of Willowbrook. That's scary. By this point, Rand had already served 10 months in prison for the abduction of several children. What? Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. You can abduct multiple kids and, and get <laughs> less than weed? <laughs> what the fuck is this? That's nutty. That's super nuts. Because it's America and he was this white. This America. <laughs> he was never convicted of kidnapping or abduction as none of the kids were harmed. But he did. That doesn't wait, fucking wait, that doesn't matter. Make any sense. But he did serve full time for unlawful imprisonment. Yeah, you can't just kid, you can't steal a child and be like, oh, I didn't hurt him, so. Yeah, they're right here. Bro, Look at them. Just a play day. What do <laughs> you mean? Like, Their emotions are fine. Their psychology <laughs> is totally intact. 
So that's insanity. So he gets out. Pereira goes missing. Naturally, authorities are like, hey, man. Hey, remember that guy who You didn't took move his? far away. You're still in the neighborhood. But unfortunately, there just was not enough evidence to convict him. Still garbage. That little girl would never be seen again. Why do we have to be disappointed every episode about the way things are conducted? Because it wouldn't be macabre otherwise. It wouldn't be Monday morning macabre. It'd be Monday morning justice served. We're here to, yeah. There, <laughs> Sling and Dinger should make another one where it's yeah, like where it's really like gratifying, good. satisfying. Yeah, it's like a Quentin Tarantino movie. Just revenge. The bad guy gets it. Yeah. Good stuff. <laughs> Nope, not here. That that kind of that storytelling kind of has no place. Here. Is not is not taking place here. If you can even call what we do storytelling. On July fifteenth, nineteen eighty one, seven year old Holly Ann Hughes would go missing. Her parents filed a missing persons report, while several witnesses claimed to have seen the girl with Rand mm. shortly before her disappearance. Mm-mm. It's a no good, very bad day. Why? <laughs> Did nothing happen before she disappeared? Yeah, these are the questions that we have to ask ourselves every single day. How are they not making this guy wear a bracelet or something? Right. Or yeah. Well, or just put him in jail more. <laughs> just For, jail him more. Just more jail, just please. Just jail a bullet in his head. <laughs> it's Quentin Tarantino, baby. Mm-hmm. Once again, no actual evidence led to no actual arrest. Love it. Live, laugh, love. That's the police motto. <laughs> Two years later. Rand would become another suspect. Not that that word means anything anymore. No, yeah, now it's, it's, he's, yeah, he wasn't a suspect. He was caught doing these things a while back, and you guys were cool with it. An 11 year old, I'm going to mess up this name, Tiahese Jackson. How do you spell Tia that? Tiahese, T I A H E A S E. Tiahese, Tiahese. Tiahese? I have no idea. Tiahese Jackson disappeared. In 1984, 21-year-old Hank Gaforio vanished as well. So now we're oh, we got adults now going outside the mo. Yeah, mo's changing. We're we're thinking outside the box. These unnerving incidents left a town in terror, all the more so because nobody was apprehended <laughs> and pointed out the cause of these events. Nobody could have thought, hey. So everyone's like, we know it's that guy, but and he's just standing there in the corner looking at them like, prove it. <laughs> that's insane. Only three years later would the police finally catch a break on this investigation. Jennifer Schweiger, the aforementioned yes. 12-year-old girl born with Down syndrome, That's was reported so missing sad. on July 9th, 1987. The search for her, or her body, lasted 35 days and ended in trauma. According to the New York Times, Schweiger was found dead in a shallow grave on the former property of the Willowbrook State School. Hmm. So I'm thinking this dude's like nuts. He used to work at a school for kids with disabilities. He kidnaps, kills a girl with a disability and buries it because he must be like, she belongs here. Kind of like, that's my, what I think his sick brain was going to. That's not your job (laughs) to make that decision. No, and definitely not to kill people. When we dug it up and found a little foot there, said Bob Devine, a volunteer on the search committee for Schweiger. It's something that's going to stick with you for the rest of your life. Yikes. So they found her foot first. That's a big yikes. Rand had already been arrested in connection with Schweiger's kidnapping before the girl's corpse was discovered. He was caught lying to reporters claiming he had (laughs) never met the girl, which contradicted the statements by numerous witnesses and changed his entire story once his defense lawyer heard about these individual accounts. Dude, it must be... Okay. I know lawyers get a lot of shit for being lawyers. 
but like they have to exist. Yeah. Can you imagine having to be the lawyer for one of these? Like that's and apparently being a damn good one <laughs> for oh, this guy. No. Yeah. Well, that's the fucked up part. Yeah. That's another thing. It's like if you know, like it's pretty obvious, but you can convince enough people that it's not. Like, how do you? How I'd do assume sleep? to lawyers. I've never had to use a lawyer. Blessed. Hashtag I've never had blessed. to. <laughs> I've never had to use Hashtag a lawyer. Humble brag. <laughs> no, I just use my fist. No, <laughs> I got two lawyers. Yeah. Right here. <laughs> Attorney at law. <laughs> no, but like, do they ask? Like, did you do it, or are they just like, don't tell me if you did it or not? I'm just here to say that you did. I think they say like, don't tell me because they probably have some kind of legal. Especially, I think it, yeah. Especially the person. I don't think it's not like, guilty. I think like they can't tell the lawyer like I did it and still plead not guilty. That's the way I'd love it to go. <laughs> yeah, I I have to assume there's some form of like like with doctor patient confidentiality, like if you say something criminal, they have to report it. I would assume it's the same deal. Yeah. But we hope. <laughs> oh, that's, but again, we're like so hey, if anyone's a lawyer or like has a lawyer relative or something and or can, uses lawyers all the or committed a crime and, yeah, and, and told the lawyer and they like arrested you. <laughs> that would be the best source. We're gonna have like a voicemail, like you have one call from Staten Island, <laughs> from, and, from Rikers <laughs> Island. Just the same. And we're like, like, oh no. <laughs> oh boy. This is going behind the Patreon paywall. <laughs> Oh, boy. All right. So, yeah, go on. Finally, Andre Rand goes to prison. That sounds like a children's book. <laughs> <laughs> Andre Rand goes to prison. By the Monday morning macabre. <laughs> Imagine if we made a kid's book, but it was really dark Ooh, and macabre. That's kind of like what, um, if anyone knows the... Like cyanide and happiness type shit? No, that you no, see? no. My wife had a book that she like grew up loving. Sick brag, dude. I know. I have I have a, a literate wife. <laughs> <laughs> American dream. The absolute American dream. Um, it's called like Dr. Spookies, like Oopsie Whoopsies. <laughs> I don't know. It's like, it's an alphabet book. Jeffy like, Epsy, ha- <laughs> Oopsie Whoopsie. That seems like the kind of book that would be on like that desk at like Newberry Comics or yeah, like Hot yeah. Topic. It, it has and it'd probably too. sell well. It'll be like A is for Andy who fell down the stairs. B is for Brittany who fell down the stairs. <laughs> they all fall down the stairs. We need to write this. It's already a thing. This is a... No, no, no. We need to write a Monday Morning Macabre version with 40 pages. Ooh. Ah. Ooh. (laughs) Wing, wang. What a a big bang. We could be published authors. We could. The listeners are like, hey, remember that Cropsy story you guys were talking about? (laughs) Oh, sorry, sorry. Andre Rand finally goes to prison. (laughs) Dude, this this barbecue truly is hitting different right now. We are are in a... I'm lost in the sauce. (laughs) We're lost. We are lost in the sauce. This is going to be a, a quality episode also coming so at you guys. so sweaty from the barbecue. <laughs> Got the meat sweats going. So anyway, Andre Rand, finally, this asshole goes to prison. Good. When Schweiger's body is found, Rand was charged with her murder, in addition to kidnapping. While the jury couldn't come to verdict on the murder charge, <laughs> why? <laughs> Fuck that. What kind of stupid... This is why I'm what so glad... Stupid. What kind of dumb... I'm, that's why I'm glad that DNA is yeah, so yeah. extensively We've really used. got a good way to We're in a, the things. golden age of yeah. ending serial killers. Yep. I mean, just look at the Night Stalker. Or, yeah, the Golden State Killer? Golden State Killer, not Night Stalker. Excuse me. Or wasn't he the original Night Stalker? I forget. I thought the Night Stalker was the guy who lived in the hotel that we talked about. Yeah, well, there's two. There's Night Stalker. And they like, definitely know who the Night Stalker is because in that you Richard told me his Ramirez. name. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I know, but I 
think the original Night Stalker was the Golden State Killer, and it was interchangeable. I think I can't remember. I'm then, pretty what sure the other one got the rights to the name? What? <laughs> well, it's he was bought out by a parent company. It's yeah. a whole. It was a whole thing. Viacom you know, came. It's kind of like Michael Keaton was Batman, then George Clooney was Batman. So I thought because of this meat. It's brutal. <laughs> People who come here for the macabre stuff, I'm sorry. <laughs> So basically, they couldn't find any hard evidence, so they're like, oh, shit, we can't charge him with murder, which is stupid, because he definitely did it. Um, he would be found guilty of her kidnapping. Great. But he would, wasn't even found guilty of her kidnapping until 2004. Whoa. Two decades after she went You're missing. telling me you could have played Madden by the time he was in jail? Yeah. Like a lot of Madden. Dude, he <laughs> literally could have kidnapped her with a Commodore. And then oh, went to jail with uh, GameCube. That's so crazy. And such a good analogy. It's horrible. <laughs> it's so bad. It's, it's so bad. <laughs> so yeah, this asshole was free for two decades. That's like, so nuts. And then since there's no statute of limitations in New York for first degree kidnapping, it was possible to charge and convict Rand of the crime. How can you not think you were like... If you are so depraved and insane that you're like kidnapping and murdering children and then you just get off scot free, like how can you not just be like, oh, I'm just like, I can an do this. Enigma who can do this one? Yeah. Like, he probably thought he was Cropsy. He's like, yeah. I'm a ghost person. Right. Boogeyman who can go through walls and evade and play police. Star Fox on the GameCube. Yeah. He was given an additional, <laughs> he was given an additional 25 years to life sentence on top of the one he is already serving. All in all, the Staten Island boogeyman sits behind bars to this day for the kidnapping of Holly Ann Hughes and Jennifer Schweiger. Oh, so they got him for Holly Ann Hughes. He's as well. still alive, yeah. Uh, he is, and he's not eligible for parole until 2037. Still seems wrong to me that he can just. You're telling me he can get like an Xbox 480 or whatever the next one is in like 10 years? Yeah, he'll be 93. Okay. Well, that's. I and mean, if that's I know prison, he probably is not going to make it that long. Yeah. Especially for kid. I feel like when you. Again, I've never been to prison, but yeah, I've heard break. that when, what if we had a hundred percent convicted, like, like convict audience who were like, boo, <laughs> you've never been to prison. Thought you guys were cool. <laughs> no, but I'm pretty sure people who like go to prison and have any kind of crime associated with children, like yeah, get they usually get some prison justice happens. Although I'm getting a prison tat of Monday morning with if I do go to prison. And I'll be like, right you're that Darcy? <laughs> and I'm like, I And know. you're royalty. They're like, wow, you're royalty to 50 to 100 people a week. According to Staten Island Live, Rand sent numerous letters to the advance while behind bars. I don't know what the advance is. I'm assuming it's an article, a journal? It sounds like it. These were neatly written Mother's Day letters and Pretty directed easy. at, oh my God, at all the ladies on Staten Island <laughs> who supported prosecutorial vindictiveness against an innocent person. So he literally was like, I didn't do it. And this one's to all the moms who didn't think I did it. <laughs> hey, ladies. Yeah. And everyone's like, that does not make us feel like you're not a sicko. <laughs> you're not helping your case. He said, should I become a millionaire? That is its choice. <laughs> it's something you choose every day to not. If this become asshole real. becomes a millionaire while in prison after I'm all this, to... I'm going to off myself. Yeah. So anyway. Basically, uh, old what's-his-name is writing creepy letters to moms on Staten Island being like, hey, I'm innocent, and you moms know it. <laughs> and they're all like, weird move, dude. Yeah. <laughs> and he wrote another letter that said, should I become a millionaire? 
it would be my true nature to grant all of you with each an envelope full of seeds to plant and cultivate a rose bush that produces roses every season as a token of my heartfelt forgiveness. Rather than bouquets of rosebuds, which blossom and shortly die out. What the? F- what does that mean? It means he's gonna get him a plant instead of bouquets because it's the gift that it's keeps like, on it's giving. It's like a teach a man to fish. Yeah, except by a serial a killer human being who, with a hook hand. Yeah, appealing to a weird audience. Yeah, I don't know what his justice. play here is. His latest writings came nearly a decade after his last correspondence with the paper. So it was a paper. Okay. In November 2001, he sent them a batch of mail, some of which dated back to 1994. These were just as precisely written. So this is before he went to jail. Wild. They were just as precisely written and drafted so neatly that it seemed like a ruler had lent him a hand. Okay. I mean, I guess you have a lot of time to make nice handwriting in prison. Well, this is when he's living in a fucking shutdown school. He wasn't arrested until 2004. That's a good point. Or no, he wasn't convicted till 2004 the letters included thorough arguments against the nuclear arms race nostalgic memories of racing hot rods as a child and emotional (laughs) pleas to develop a kind correspondence with an old man for friendship he also included a sketch of a small airplane in the interior control panel i don't okay so i still am not a fan of this guy uh he has not won me over in any way nope and he's rotten away in jail the thing is like he like, it would be really sad if an innocent man got this pinned on him. Yep. But he was previously convicted yeah, I don't, with I have, no I don't feel regard bad of the previous kidnappings. So either way, if you kidnap, like, three kids and you're, like, only at 10 years for it, the rest is karma down right, the road. Yeah. After that, you're on <laughs> borrowed time, dude. Like, Yeah, you, you lost your chance to be a, a nice, cool dude. So that is the story, and he's still in there to this day. So that's uh, it's old Cropster. Another... Uh, Story of a cool dude doing cool dude stuff. I don't like this guy. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I don't think I like this guy. And I don't think I should be allowed to eat barbecue anymore. Dude, truly a barbecue episode. <laughs> hey, uh... <laughs> <laughs> if you like what you're hearing, <laughs> which... And we know you do. ...is a very specific niche audience, I'm sure. Uh, tell a friend and follow us on... Twitter, Pod, Instagram, Monday Morning Macabre, and check us out on Facebook. And keep a lookout on those channels because our Patreon will be coming at you soon. Keep an eye out for the the t-shirts design. <laughs> t-shirts. T-shirts design. Watch out. <laughs> Look out, Cornbread. And uh, have, a, have a good Monday. Have a good Monday. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Thank you.